This is Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. Welcome back. So glad to have you with us. It is, of course, the first game of the playoffs. First pitch is about two hours away. We're broadcasting live from American Family Field. And it is my very great pleasure to be joined by David Stearns, who is the president of Baseball Operations. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, thanks for coming out here. And once again, if you're out in the parking lot, you know, we're, we're broadcasting live from our mobile broadcast facility. So you can come by and, and give the claws up sign to Mr. Stearns yeah, there. Absolutely. <laughs> we, lo- we love the fan enthusiasm. We've got a couple of folks outside doing it right now. And <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is a great atmosphere, and this is why, we're, um, you know, why, why you work so hard to get home games during the playoffs. It's why... Our fan base is so important in all the success we've had. It's, it's the energy and the enthusiasm. It's packing American Family Field on a game like today, and we're looking forward to it. You know, David, when we were talking to Mark Atanasio a little bit earlier, and he made the point that this year the Brewers have had 60 or 61 players yep. on, on their roster, which is like a major league record. Um, so is that really what a lot of your job involves, is, is figuring out who's going to be the players over the course of the season? That's, that's certainly been a big part of it this year, and, and we've got a, a great staff that, that helps with all of that work and helps with all that decision, all those decisions, but a big part of it um, this year, because we had so many injuries, because we had so much roster turnover, is, is determining who that next guy up is. And we were fortunate this year, um, we had a number of players step up, we had a number of guys contribute to wins who maybe weren't on that opening day roster or weren't among the group. Uh, that was really projected to impact our team this year. And a number of those guys have been huge contributors throughout the course of the season. And, and we're going to count on a lot of them here tonight um, and, and throughout the playoffs. When, from the perspective of a fan, how do some of these, for example, deals happen? I think if you look back on this year, I think many people would say that one of the, the turning points was the trade that brought Willie Adamas yep. here. And it, for, for whatever reason, you know, maybe it's him, maybe it's the way he meshed with the team, you know, the, the team sort of take, took off. How does a deal like that come together in the middle of the year? Really, uh, deals come together in a variety of different ways, and there, there's no really one formula that gets you to a transaction. In the case of, of Willie, He's a player we had been interested in for some time. We had, we had talked with the Rays um, dating all the way back to, to 2019 about him in, in various capacities and various constructs. We had had very in-depth conversations with uh, the Rays over the offseason this year, um, in spring training this year, and ultimately it took till, till mid-May to, to get that one over the finish line and, and for us to really line up. And it's, it's a deal that's worked out for both sides. We, we sent them uh, a couple of good arms who are contributing to their playoff run, and, and clearly Willie's been uh, tremendously important to, to our run here. So um, you know, deals come together in, in a variety of different ways. This one took a long time, really years, um, to, to come together, but certainly fortunate to have Willie. He's been a, a great co- contributor to our team, and we expect him here for a while. One of the other things that, that's key to building a team uh, especially for a team like Milwaukee, I would imagine, is the development of players. Mark Atanasio was talking about that, and, and he gave you a lot of credit for, for recognizing a few years ago that, hey, Brandon Woodruff can be what Brandon Woodruff has become, or Cor- Corbin Burns. I mean, it, how difficult is that to look at players and say, I can push you out, I can see where you're going to be five years from now? Yeah, player projection is tough, and and uh, and it was nice of Mark to to highlight some of the ones we've been right on, but 
look, we're, we're wrong a lot too, and, and we have to understand that. The key with this is giving yourselves as, as many opportunities to be right as possible. And so you can't just have three pitchers that you think are going to be really good. You probably need 10. And you understand that through attrition, through going through the minor leagues, uh, through injury, that, that some of them aren't going to make it. Um, but, but we've been you know, here over the last couple of years, we've really been spoiled with, with Woody and Burns and, and Freddie. And now what Adrian Hauser and Eric Lauer have contributed to this team, we've got five guys, young pitchers, who have really established themselves now at the major league level and become very, very good, if not elite starters, uh, pacing our team. How tough is it to let good players go? Because obviously, you know, if, if you're making a trade, you, you've got somebody that's come up to the organization that you believe in. Is that a difficult part of the job as well? It is, and we spend more time with each other here than we do with our families during during the course of a baseball season. And so you become emotionally attached to guys. You get to know them. You get to know their families. And when you have to tell someone that you've traded them or you've sent them down or you're releasing them, there's always there's always a difficult aspect to that. At the end of the day, it's, it's all of our jobs to put the best team we possibly can on the field to try to win as many games as we can. And sometimes that involves difficult conversations, difficult decisions, and we're, we're certainly ready to have them. Okay, and you were alluding to this earlier and about, hey, we're, we're talking about the guys that were successes. Obviously, you're always, criticism comes with, with the territory because you, you make deals and sometimes the players develop and sometimes they don't work out and sometimes, you know, they get injured or, or whatever that is. Uh, I mean, how tough is that to deal with when you make the deal and it's just for whatever reason, it doesn't come together? You know, it, it, to, it's not, it, it's frustrating because we, we want to we do well and, and we want um, the work we do to, to lead to wins. I think we're also also very realistic that we're not going to be perfect and and we're going to make deals that don't work we try to learn from those moves we try to learn from what hasn't worked to see if we can improve how we're doing things to make better decisions in in the future but i've i've learned in this job you can't really dwell too much on any one decision good or bad there's so much coming at you you better be ready for the next one and as long as we keep getting better and we keep learning from what we're doing, we'll be in a good spot. But that's how I feel about radio shows. You, you, you try to do your best every day, and you say, oh, that, that didn't work. Got another work. one tomorrow. <laughs> right. yep. That didn't work. Let's, let's learn from that move on. You know, one of the things, and I have the opportunity on a limited basis to talk to, to some of the players and stuff, um, a lot of organizations say character matters. And for the Brewers, character really does matter. My, my sense is high-quality, high-caliber guys that really like each other. Not that many prima donnas, maybe no prima donnas. And yep. is, that, is that something you look at when you're building a team? It, it certainly is something you desire. Now, how good we are in assessing when, when someone's not in orga- our organization, how they're going to fit here, it, it's tough. It's, it's not a, a, a science necessarily. But we do want players who, who care about each other, who care about winning, um, who care about the community. And, and I think you're right. We've got a group right now that does all of those things. And this is as close-knit a group as, as I've been around. Um, they're very passionate about what they do. They're very confident in, in what they do. And, and generally, those are good things to have when you're heading into a postseason. 
tell me, and I know we're, we're all focused, of course, on what happens this afternoon, but as president of baseball operations, is it a 12-month, 365-day-a-year job? I and mean, what, what, are, what are you doing now? I mean, are you already starting to think about spring training, or are we just focused on what's going on today? Well, that's, that's a great question. And, yeah, it, this, is, this is a year-round business, and there, there's something going on every single month of the year that we need to be fully prepared for. Um, and, yes, we, we, are, we are into our off-season preparation already. Um, we understand that our goal is is to make as deep a run as possible. Hopefully, bring a World Series back to Milwaukee. That's that's the goal. But whenever that run ends, and hopefully it's not till early November, um, we've got to be prepared for an off season, and, and we've got to be prepared for whatever we can do to get back here next year. And so that preparation has begun. You've got something every single uh, segment of the calendar, whether it's international international signing period spring training, major league free agency, minor league free agency. Um, then you get into the spring and you have the draft, and then all of a sudden it's the trade deadline. So there, there's plenty to keep us busy. Um, no month is the same as, as the last, and so it keeps us on our toes, and it's a lot of fun. I, I've, I've asked Mark this, so I'd, I'd like to ask your perspective. Obviously, it, there's a collaborative effort. When there's an opportunity to, say, make a free agent signing, I mean, what, what is what is the process? How how does it work out? Do you are you the one that makes? I, I think this is something good, and then you go to Mark and say, mm-hmm. "Can we spend the money or or whatever?" How does it work? The, the the wonderful thing about our ownership group and Mark and his family is they're they're as supportive as they possibly can be for our baseball operations initiatives, and um, they understand that at times investments are are needed, whether it's investments in players, investments in technology, investments in infrastructure. Um, and, and they're willing to make those investments. And, and so whether it's a free agent signing that we think um, is, is going to be a particularly good fit for us, um, whether it's investing in a new spring training facility, whether it's investing in a new complex in the Dominican Republic, uh, whether it's investing in technology here at American Family Field, um, they understand that's what makes organizations successful, and, uh, and they've been very supportive since I've been here. You know, we, we've talked about the, the players that are actually put on the field, but is it? I, I'm not sure it's possible to give Craig Council enough credit for for all he's accomplished in in getting the best out of the players that that you've arranged for him to have. Yeah, Craig does a tremendous job, and our entire staff does a tremendous job of putting our players in positions to succeed, and that's that's really all you can ask from a field staff. That's that's the main goal: is give players the best position, the best possibilities to succeed. If you do that over and over and over again, you're going to give your team the best possibility to succeed. And, and I think Craig's as good as there is at, at doing that. He understands um, how players tick. He understands not everyone's, not everyone's the same. Everyone's got their own idiosyncrasies, their own quirks. And he lets them be themselves. And, and at the end of the day, when it's time to get to work, when the lights go on and it's time to go on the field, he expects them to play hard, and, and our team does. I would imagine, and I, I, again, I talked about this with Mark as well, that as somebody who grew up as a Brewers fan, for, for years and years you, you heard, well, okay, Milwaukee's a small market team. Yes, you're, you're, you're not going to be able to compete with the, the Yankees or the Mets of the world. And, you know, both of those teams are, are out of the playoffs or didn't make the playoffs. You guys have been in the playoffs four of the last four years. Is that also one of the goals that, look, we want to continue, we want to win without having to necessarily lose 110 games in a given year? Uh, su- sustainable competitiveness is, is what this is about, and that, that is exactly what we're after. We want to have the ability to be in the playoffs year in and year out. 
We want um, our fan base every single year to believe that we're a playoff team, to believe that uh, the ultimate goal, the ultimate dream of winning a World Series is possible. We've, we've been that way for, for four years now in the playoffs. We've had five straight years of very competitive teams, and it's our expectation that, that we can and should continue that. Um, when you became the president of baseball operations and in and, and the earlier titles, you were one of the, the youngest people to hold that, that in, in Major League Baseball, if, if not the youngest. Has it, been, has it been a lot of fun over the last six years? Oh, it's a, it's a tremendous amount of fun. And if, if you can't have fun doing this job, um, then, then you probably shouldn't be in it. We're, we're, we're dealing with a game, and um, we're dealing with baseball, and, and it's what we grew up loving to do. And here we're dealing with a community and a fan base that cares dearly about what we do every single day. And that gives us tremendous motivation um, to, to do everything we can to, to win baseball games. And that's what we're trying to do. Well, you know, it's interesting because I, I have firmly believe that Milwaukee and the region and the state, it, it's, 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 it's really quite a bunch of baseball fans and dedicated baseball fans. And one of the great things that the ownership group and your leadership and all, you, you know, you've given the fans a winning product and, and they're responding. They're Absolutely. Be, you know, which is one of the exciting things. It, it is. And, and look, that, that's why you do it is to go to a park on a, on a day like today, go into American Family Field, have a sold out crowd with high energy, enthusiasm. Uh, making a lot of noise. It, it gets us all going. Our players are looking forward to it. I know they, they can't wait for 337 to come around and first pitch. Uh, I'm looking forward to it as well. David Stearns, president of baseball operations for the Milwaukee Brewers. Thanks for spending some time this afternoon. My I pleasure. Do appreciate Thank you for it. having me.